So it's Ken and Lisa Lane back here in the studio with your garden questions. What are your neighbors talking about? What are other gardeners seeing in their gardens? And there's some value in that. So when aphids hit uh, the gardens, they don't just hit your yard. They're over the entire net Quad Cities networks. There's hordes flying through looking to eat roses. So to hear what your neighbors are seeing, sometimes that, that's helpful too. Mm -hmm. Or when things are in bloom. So right now, everyone's got a phone. They're going, what's this? I want one. I'm going, well, that's a red bud. Let's show you where they're at. They're over here. I'd, so. you, I'd much rather have a picture. Somebody come in with a picture instead of, it's green and it's flowering. <laughs> okay. I had someone from Seligman. Love you folks in Seligman. Huge properties. Beautiful. They go, yeah, it's a tree that's growing up there. <sighs> It's got a ball on the end, and then it like sprouts uh, twigs from there. I'm going, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. They have this new technology called a phone. <laughs> Take a picture, bring it in a sample. Help. Helps a lot. I'll say that. You're right. So anyway, uh, yes. garden. garden questions. Well, just by an aside, aphids are out. Oh, are they? We'll, oh, we'll do a PSA announcement. <laughs> aphids are definitely showing up out there in the yeah. yard. So. Uh, watch your roses, um, some of those other things, those tender things that they really love to get on. Well, so this weekend, aware. it's the perfect time for aphids because it's warm and it'll be cool. It's warm and it's cool. That's when aphids, mm -hmm. that's their perfect temperature. They right. don't like summer. They don't like the heat. They love this kind of, mm -hmm. it's cold and then it's warm and it's cold. They they thrive on that. You're right. You know what else loves that? Uh, I don't know. Well, I will tell you. Okay. So Pam says she has powdery mildew on her roses. Oh, yeah. Okay. And she wants to know, because it is showing up, powdery mildew. I've had yeah. several cases in. So she wants to know what's the best way to treat them and take care of it. Pam, great, great eye. So powdery mildew for the rest of us, just so they know what to look for. It's, it's on the foliage. It'll look dusty. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of this white gray powder it looks like powder look like yeah. you put talcum powder over the leaves mm -hmm. only it's not talcum powder it's bacteria eating your the life out of your plants and if left unchecked it can't actually kill plants or kill sections of plants so it's early so she's got a good eye she's she, mm -hmm. that's a gardener you can tell just yeah. by that question she's a hardcore she gardener she knew what to look for so what do you do if you see powdery mildew it's so early that i would start with triple action. It's a neem oil. It, it does aphids and it does powdery mildew both. But if you catch it early, what it does, it coats that spore that's on top of that leaf eating that, that plant, the sugars in the plant, it coats it. So it keeps it from spreading. Mm -hmm. Now birds or, or, or bugs, or they can't light on, on this particular leaf and then spread to your next roses and it gets spread that way. It locks it in, doesn't let it go anywhere. I would start with triple action. If it's a lighter color, uh, kind of seems like violet colors have more, they're more prone to powdery mildew. Uh, light, light pinks, yellows can be more prone. Whites prone to powdery mildew. If you've got those, we've got a product in here. It's, it's an organic, uh, the, again, triple action is organic. And so is revitalize. Revitalize is a new, new technology of organics, but you spray the plant, the plant, becomes so robust that it it naturally fights off powdery mildew. It works on, on black spot, powdery mildew, leaf spot, shot, shot hole, mm -hmm. all these funky ones that are hard to control. Catch it early, 
really seems to lock it down and not let it spread throughout the gardens. Right. It's early yet to see powdery mildew. You, normally, we don't see it this early. So I'm seeing it. Yeah. And, and those are great products, work really yeah. well. But you can also uh, make sure you're cleaning up any leaf matter yeah, that is idea. hanging around them because that's where the spores like to hang out. Yeah. Um, and then check to make sure you've pruned correctly, that you have good air movement around yeah, them. That's good. So that that's one, letting air uh, and sunlight into the middle of that that bush. Mm -hmm. It really, really gets rid of a lot of these spores. Okay. doesn't let it spread. And it water likes, in the morning. Water in the morning. Don't let, don't yeah. let plants get wet, stay mm -hmm. wet in the evening. Yeah. Don't water at night. I would say suggest that hardcore for everyone that's tuned in. Phoenix waters at night, yeah. but it's 110 degrees <laughs> at midnight. I mean, who lives that close to the sun? You've got to be kidding me. Up here in God's country, we cool down at night, even mm -hmm. in the hottest of days. And so that plant will stay moist. And so then all of a sudden these, these problems, insects, everything starts to spread and, and multiply quickly. If you water in the morning, you want to water before the heat of the day. Right. So six, seven, eight o'clock in the morning, water mm -hmm. then. So as we get hot, get warm, the plants are going, I'm okay. I hydrated. Right. Bring it on. <laughs> Good advice. All right. Our next question is from Chris in Prescott Valley. She is doing her first garden, first oh, ever garden. Yeah, Chris. So she's been trying to decide what tomatoes, what yeah. plants you put in. So she wants your advice on what tomatoes you would recommend. And then also she wants to know what's the difference between an indeterminate and a determinate. Oh, she's been doing her homework at darn Google. So <laughs> <laughs> it can get confusing. So now your grandparents, they always grew out in the yard and they grew indeterminate tomatoes. Mm -hmm. These are tomatoes that are, have no defined growth size. They'll take over entire garden sections. They are indetermined how big they will get. So indeterminate. That's, if you think of it that way, that, that's helpful. These are most of the tomatoes that you know. Early girl, celebrity, champion, brandywine, beefsteak. These are all indeterminate mm -hmm. types. Cherry tomatoes, they can get taller than I am. And I'm not a small guy. <laughs> they can get just, you got to stake them, cage right. them, and then still stake them more. Mm -hmm. Determinant are your smaller uh, bushes. They're the ones that grow in containers. Uh, they're more defined. Bushy. Aromas, they're bushier. Aromas, San, San, Diego, San Diego's, uh, patio tomatoes. These are all determined. They grow to a determined size. And they stay cute, yet they still put on a nice size mm -hmm. tomato. And that's really the difference. Chris, my name's Ken. <laughs> this is my wife, Lisa. We're just friends. We're neighbors talking off the back fence. The biggest mistake I find new gardeners make, they go for that really big, I want the biggest tomato. I want them to be the size of my head. That's mm -hmm. uh, hard to grow those up here without a greenhouse. Go with cherries. New gardeners should put in cherry tomatoes or yellow pears, the smaller tomatoes, because you can't, they'll have hundreds of fruits and you'll feel like you're a garden rock star. I mean, you're just, they'll, they'll take a picture of you and put you on the front of garden magazines. They'll, the birds <laughs> will actually sing sweeter to you because you'll be harvesting so many tomatoes. Start with small ones. Don't go with the big ones. And then your, your medium size. If you want a bigger tomato to put on sandwiches and stuff, go with, early girl and celebrity mm -hmm. champion, these medium sized fruits, because they're more prone to ripen before the end of the season. You'll right. get better harvest. Trust okay. me, it'll it'll help your game as a new gardener. I agree, I agree. All right, I think we have time for one more. 
Uh, can't even read. I need my <laughs> reading glasses. You're, you're still 10, 15, 20 years out to cataract surgery. So, uh, <laughs> and you don't want to be on, we're, we're putting some of these on, uh, we're filming some of these so you can watch them. You don't want cheater glasses on a pretty no. gal. Just... So I just have to go like <laughs> So John has a seven-year-old maple tree. This year, as it's leafing out, he's noticing it's pretty much just leafing on one side of the tree, oh, okay. not the whole tree. So he wants yeah. to know what happened. Is there anything you can do at this point to encourage more leaves? So that's drought damage or could be grub or, or gopher damage. So the, the roots have been damaged on that side of the plant. That's why you're seeing this stress. And so it could be drought. The, the, the roots literally dried up. Could be gophers. They ate the roots off. Could be grubs. They eat a bug that eats the roots off. So damage is there. Can you get, can you correct it? Absolutely. It's worth a try. So I would say fertilize first and foremost, get what's alive to fill out as nicely as you can for you, because you've had this damaged tree, you need more roots. You're going to have to regrow those roots. Mm -hmm. um, we have a product here called Humic, H-U-M-I-C, Humic. Spread that on at the same time you fertilize. That's, that feeds the soil so it stimulates where the roots want to grow out uh, into the surrounding soil. You're going to have to rebuild those roots. And it might take a season, might take two seasons. You'll know by uh, the end of June how bad it truly, yeah. whether you want to take a chainsaw to it. You'll know by <laughs> then because what's alive will have come out mm -hmm. or limbs will start breaking off. Right. And I want this thing to come back. The best chance is food and humic. And then take a sucrose, water, hydrate that part of the garden to get rid of that that drought uh, scenario. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'd suggest. So, okay. wow, great questions out of time. Yeah. Kennelisa Lane, the Mountain Gardeners. We'll be right back.